0: RNZ Pacific News, Haruka Hawkins. New Zealand's Foreign Affairs Minister, Nanaya Mahota, will travel to Fiji on Wednesday for her first official trip since the new coalition government. Ms Mahota will meet with Fiji's Prime Minister, Sitiveni Rambuka, to discuss areas of mutual interest. The Foreign Minister says the bilateral discussions will focus on how Aotearoa New Zealand can support Fiji's priorities under the Nduawatu Partnership, Doavata Partnership. They will also talk about how the two nations can continue to work together to address issues facing the Pacific region. The World Bank says fast-tracked emergency support will help Vanuatu respond to the triple impact of two cyclones and an earthquake. The bank has announced a 9.5 million US dollar grant to support the Vanuatu government's response. It says while the reports on the full extent of the damage are still coming in, experience has shown that the most vulnerable communities tend to bear the brunt of disasters such as these, and the economic toll will be significant. The funding has been made available through the second development policy grant with catastrophe deferred drawdown option that was approved by the World Bank in June 2022. Economic modelling suggests that Vanuatu already faces an average of 48 million US dollars per year in risk to assets from earthquakes and cyclones alone. In 2020, Cyclone Harold caused 617 million US dollars worth of economic impacts. China has warned it will oppose any plans by the Federated States of Micronesia to engage with Taiwan. It comes after the outgoing Micronesian President David Panuelo released an explosive letter last Friday claiming the North Pacific nation was witnessing political warfare. Mr. Panuelo made several allegations of deliberate interference by the Chinese state agents into the country's governance, including bribing senior FSM officials. He is proposing that the FSM switch diplomatic ties to Taiwan. But China's ambassador in the Federated States of Micronesia, Huang Zeng, has shot down the allegations as slanderous and a misrepresentation of facts. He says China urges relevant people in the FSM to stop sending any wrong signals to the Taiwan independent separatist forces and to bring the bilateral relationship back in line with the one-China principle, which he says is universally supported by the international community. Fijian Attorney General Siromi Turanga has called for an urgent review of the conditions faced by elderly and medically vulnerable inmates in the Fiji Correction service. Mr. Turanga told FBC News there are currently 71 inmates over the age of 60 and expressed concern that the Corrections Act does not provide for those with medical conditions. He acknowledged that alternative solutions may need to be found within the existing framework of the Corrections Act. How do we deal with them? Some are wearing diapers. Uh, Some uh, have no risk if they are released soon. The issue, should we still keep them at prison, at the correction, or should they be released? eh? As discussions on policy continue, Mr Turanga says the best care may ultimately be provided at home. A committee has been set up to streamline American Samoa's new hospital project. According to the territorial government, the health department now leads this project with the 40-bed facility to be constructed in Tafuna instead of at LBJ Medical Center. Funding comes from American Samoa's share of the Federal America Rescue Plan Act. Governor Lemanu P.S. Maunga says the committee will exist until further notice and is solely dedicated to the furtherance and completion of the new hospital facility project. The New Zealand Health Minister can't rule out more ambulances being turned away from Auckland Hospital but says Te Whatu Ora is working to fix the problem. The emergency department was so overloaded one day last week, ambulances were diverted to other hospitals and patients were cared for in a public atrium. Ayesha Viral says there's work underway to improve ED wait times all over the country and Auckland is getting a specific focus. That was a particularly bad day that occurred last week, but you know there will be points of pressure come up from time to time and our hospitals will have to manage that by sharing patients regionally so patients continue to get the care they need. The United States President Joe Biden has hailed the country's close ties with the UK and Australia while publicly confirming the trilateral AUKUS or KISS Defence Pact. As part of the security deal, the US and UK will help Australia develop a nuclear-powered submarine program. Mr Biden says nuclear propulsion technology is the way of the future. Australia is a proud non-nuclear weapon state and is committed to stay that way. These boats will not have any nuclear weapons of any kind on them. Each of us standing here today representing the United States, Australia and Great Britain is deeply committed to strengthening the nuclear non-proliferation regime. AUKUS also signals a greater sharing of funds, information and innovation between the three nations. The pact aims to counter what they see as a growing threat from China in the Indo-Pacific region. In world news, a jury has been unable to reach a unanimous decision on whether to impose the death sentence on the man convicted of killing eight people in 2017 on a popular New York City bike path. Our correspondent Jody Jacobs has more. The jurors started their deliberations early on Monday morning but have been unable to come to a unanimous decision, legally a unanimous verdict as required for the death sentence. The 35-year-old Saifulo Saipov was convicted earlier this year for the murders and for providing material support to a terrorist group. Prosecutors called for the death penalty rather than a life sentence, arguing Saipov as too dangerous for prison. The judges now asked federal prosecutors and Saipov's lawyers to consult on next steps. This could include the judge ordering jurors to continue the deliberations. A key bridge on the U.S.-Mexico border has reopened after closing when hundreds of migrants tried to storm their way into America. Two other bridges were also targeted. Our correspondent Tony Waterman reports. Video capturing the event shows hundreds of migrants, some with small children, pushing their way through Mexican security officers at the bridge's crossing point. But they were stopped by U.S. Border Patrol officers who were behind barbed wire, barriers and shields. Most of the migrants were from Venezuela and were seeking asylum in the U.S. Many migrants say they have become frustrated by the new app they are supposed to use to file their cases, saying they are often locked out or unable to schedule appointments, leaving them in limbo in Mexico. In sports, some Fiji Sevens rugby fans have initiated an appeal to help an injured rugby player who needs at least 30,000 New Zealand dollars to get urgent surgery for a torn anterior cruciate ligament on his right knee. Napoleone Molada, an Olympic gold medalist at the 2020 Tokyo Games, has been out of rugby action in the last 12 months. A GoFundMe appeal has been set up and former Fiji Rugby Union acting chief executive Tevita Tuiloma has thrown his weight behind the campaign. He says the urgent surgery would help Molada get back on the rugby field and return to the Fiji Sevens team for the 2024 Olympic Games. And the legendary American high jumper, Dick Fosbury, whose technique revolutionized the sport, has died at the age of 76. The method he pioneered, throwing himself backwards over the bar, is now used by almost all serious high jumpers. It became known as the Fosbury Flop. Re- reflecting on it years later, he explained what he'd been thinking. It was not that I was trying to win, but I was trying to not lose I was the worst high jumper on our team. My body changed its position going from sitting up over the bar to laying flat on my back. By the end of the day, I, I improved by half a foot. I knew then that I may have something. Nick Fosbury won gold in the high jump at the 1968 Olympic Games in Mexico City. That's news and sports from RNZ Pacific. There's more on our website, rnzi.com.